Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. episode number 152 of the podcast. Now, today's episode's a little bit different. Recently, I've had a number of guests on and we've had just world leaders in everything they're doing and it's been amazing. And some of the feedback I've had is people have been wondering what my journey has been like since the last three years since starting this podcast and um, the development that I've seen, not only as a person, but professionally with the workshops I'm running, with the corporate presenting, um, with the team building, everything around that, how that has changed, how my delivery has changed, the method I use, and how I build engagement. As well as that, not only um, me, as, uh, the way I've changed as a person, and particularly through the creation of Sugar Life um, and around the daily four principles, I feel are non negotiable in play, movement, gratitude, and kindness. And we talk about the impact that's had on me and also some people in my life as well. Now, um, this episode was recorded straight after a workshop I did. Um, and in attendance was my good mate, Craig Gunn. And afterwards, he said, um, Dale, I'd love to interview you just to get your thoughts on how you went today and everything you've been doing. And um, I wasn't sure what we're going to use this episode for, but um, since receiving a few emails and so forth, I think it's a really good time just to sort of explain my methodology, how I view things, how I build engagement, fun, excitement in everything I'm doing. And I'm sure you'll be able to adapt that into your work life, your school life, at home, whatever you're doing, all right? So guys, this is basically probably the last two years of my life, a little bit of a snapshot of how I have grown personally and professionally, not only on this podcast, but everything I'm doing. So hopefully you enjoy it. It is a short episode and there'll be a lot of insight into everything that's going on and particularly what you can expect in the future. So thanks to Craig Gunn for being an awesome host and asking some fantastic questions. I'm fantastic, mate. Jeez, here, I don't know about that, but I'll, uh, I'll definitely take it, mate. It's very touching. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, look, I've, I've started this basically uh, around the idea, Dale, of, okay, there's a lot of the what, what to do in coaching and teaching and you name it. Well, we've forgotten about the how. We've forgotten about the how. And I just came from one of your workshops, mate. And one of my favourite things is, as a learner, you've got to feel. You've got to feel something. <laughs> as soon as that started, mate, I could feel something in the room. And you, you said that, mate. You loved it. Bloody oath. Now, now, are they always like that? Um, yeah, I suppose I'm a big believer in it doesn't matter where you are. Any coaching situation, session, if you're a corporate, whatever, that um, it's all about the first 10 minutes. 10 minutes is crucial. That's where you set everything up. You have your energy, um, and your energy will then flow into the session. So um, for me personally, I've got a couple of – I call it a routine – um, and I'm yep. a big believer in, I know like teachers and coaches have a routine they do and you need to have a different one for different groups, but yeah. it doesn't matter whatever situation I go into, I know my routine and what I'm going to do to win them over. Not only that, make them feel safe, uh, build connections, make them feel that it's okay that if they're going to be vulnerable, it's not about winning or losing. And the big one for me, mate, is that in that 10 minutes or 15 or however many long it takes, that it's all about fun and they will experience mm. that. Mm. I think words are fantastic, mate. Look, we can <laughs> we can tell everyone as many words as we want, but until they actually feel it and experience it, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, mate, without a doubt. And I've got to say, mate, uh, I'm pretty good, I reckon, at some of this stuff. 
Okay, really good. Uh, but you took it next level today. Okay, so for example, like, you know, can you explain, um, you know, some of your little games here yeah, yeah. to the listener? Yep. Because basically, I test my athletes all the time. I have a theory, and I can back it up research as well, where coaches waste a hell of a lot of time, for example, and the athletes are just going through mindless, mindless activities. I've got my own little things where I actually, um, you know, make sure they're switched on. Can you tell us... How we were just stuffed up from the start and fully engaged yeah, yeah. Our, our brain and our body and and as you said, the love inside the room. Yeah, yeah. And then the big thing for me, Gunny, is everyone's different. And like like you just said, you've got your own and that works for you. What we went through today works for me and that's part of my routine. Um, so my, my big thing is what I do in my workshops is I'll try and give teachers, coaches, athletes, whoever, whatever they want to run, I'll give them a few different ideas and then it's about crafting that that suits their personality because yeah. not everyone's going to be able to come in and go gutty madness yeah. because that's not them. That's you. Yeah. You know, and, and not everyone's going to be able to run it the way I do with the activities I select. So my big thing is that um, you want to get straight into it. You, I never introduce who I am. Yeah, I know that. Do you know why? Because no one cares. Yeah, exactly. No one cares who I am. Everyone's got their own issues in the world. So what I want mm-hmm. to do is I want people to go, wow, who is this guy? This is amazing. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's how you get the buy-in. No one cares what you've done. No one cares your title, how many games yes. you played, whatever. No one cares. No. Until you win them over. You build those yeah. connections. So I call them connection starters. Right, and you should never ever go in and start trying to deliver content before you build that connection or you've got that relationship. And that's what these games do. There's no winner or loser, Gunny, and there's no instruction. So there's no standing around. Too often, as coaches, teachers, anyone, we just give them so many instructions after instruction, they're not listening. Yeah. Move, feel it. And once you win them over, then you can go in and do whatever you want. But too often, we just expect the respect, the relationship to be there, and it's not. You need to create that. You need to foster it. And it's, as a deliverer, coach, it's your responsibility yep. to do that. So I do that my way. You do that your way. Yep. Um, but I've found using four activities. Um, and as I said, I've got for different <laughs> workshops or different groups, I'll use different ones. So for the last week, I was running a session with a, a men's AFL sports club. Yep. So I used different ones than what I did today yep. for the, the PE teachers at Caulfield Grammar. Yep. All right? So yep. I use different activities when they're needed. So yes, um, yes, yes. what I would recommend is testing those out, um, figuring out ideas. You can obviously go to my YouTube channel, Dale Solomon, nice. like yours, yeah. Gunny. Yeah. There, there are a lot of icebreakers they're called. I don't call them icebreakers, call them connection starters. The people can go on and just test out. And the biggest thing is have fun, be vulnerable, and get noisy. Energy. You love it. Bring the juice. Bring the juice. Bring the love, mate. Bring the fun. That's what we're doing, legend. <laughs> no, but mate, you know, the, the, the interesting thing that you've hit on there from your teaching background is routine. And I, and I really, really, really do believe that that's another thing that we're missing, okay? And, like, there's a whole heap of new ideas you and I have talked about in the straight approach versus ecological, bloody uh, psychology, whatever, you name it. But none of that really matters. No. Like you said, with, um, you know, your slide. And I do the same thing too, mate. Um, at an Ashborough, you know, conference recently, okay, I... I, you know, hooked them in, and then about slide 16, I actually put my slide up, but I, but I made all my achievements really, really small, and I said, you know why that's small? Because who I am m- means nothing Correct. to you. Yeah. Okay, so so thinking along the lines of those contexts, mate, okay, yep. can you give us an example, though? Um, okay. when, when you, so I felt what it was like yep. with the... Um, 
with the PE teachers, yeah. okay, the great doers. But we know that there's some tough, you know, cultural sort of norms in certain sports. I, su- I suggest Australian football is one of them. Yeah. They can learn from someone like you. How do you use these connection stars with a senior team? Yeah, so, and, and again, it's uh, what I find is when I go into a situation, and I'm not trying to be arrogant here, but they haven't wanted me to come or they don't know who I am, people yeah. are standoffish. And you can never worry about that. Worry about the ones that are having fun and are engaged. You know, guarantee if your connection starters or that first 10 or 15 minutes is good enough and your routine is full on, the the judges, the ones that are standing back will want to join in because they're missing out. So my my thing is that you need to go in hot. And it's like anything. I call myself an iPhone charger. Everyone wants to charge, <laughs> particularly at the end of the day, mate, even harder. The batteries, they've got the red light on. Yeah. Right? I go in hard. I'm hot for 15 minutes. 10, yeah. 15 minutes I'm on, all right? And by the end of that, everyone's buzzing, and I really think my job's done, all right? And then everyone is going about what they need to do. So but it's hard to describe how I do it, but they're yeah. games that uh, there's never the limelight on anyone. So a lot yeah. of time an icebreaker, we go around the room, oh, I'm Dale, I'm from Melbourne, <laughs> oh, I'm Craig, I'm, I'm from Brisbane. You know, that's a nice maker, mate, because yes. you're not even listening oh, to what I'm maker. saying. Yeah, you're not listening to what I'm saying because you're so nervous about what you're going to say. Oh, where do I say my name? That's crap. Right, so Gunny, for me, a, a connection starter is where everybody's having fun, nobody's in the limelight, and there's no winners or losers. And it doesn't matter how you do that. Find activities that work for you. I've got a number of them that I use, yeah. and I've got yeah. different routines. And at the end today, like for example, I step-by-step tell the teachers why this is my routine. All right? yeah. For example, when I'm with an AFL club, I'm not going to tell them why I'm doing things. I just do it to win them over, so then I'm yeah. doing whatever I want. Yeah. And right. when you win them over, like you do if you chanting and the crazy stuff you do gunny madness you can do that because you win them over if you rolled straight in and just started doing that they wouldn't do it <laughs> would they like oh, of course and, not. and you know that oh no yeah oh, oh look and and what you've described there is pretty much the antithesis of uh for example some sports like australian football where people are in a line yeah. kicking to each other think about the <laughs> The poor skilled kid. Yeah. Okay. That, I, mean, I mean, that's a tough one for us to break. But, you know, once again, mate, I felt something in that room. Yep. Okay. Do you reckon I weirded him out a little bit uh, when, I, when I mentioned the word love? Uh, and I, I don't know if I weirded it out. I think it just makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't think they'll weird it out because you can feel things in sessions. And yeah. I get the feel sometimes, and sometimes I'm excited when a session's over because I'm like, that was hard work. But today wasn't. Like, and I could feel that. And, and yeah, there was love in there, and people felt comfortable with each other. And I think that's because the way we set it up. But when you say that word, or you say other words yeah. similar to that, it does creep people out. People don't know how to deal with that. No. You no. Know? And, and that's why I didn't make a big thing about it because. Uh, people feel things, it doesn't mean they talk about it though. No, no, no. Well, look, you know, and the interesting thing about this, I mean, the research will back it up that, uh, I mean, like I was talking about oxytocin, you know, yeah. because, because we're touching each other. True though. <laughs> a hell of a lot. Yep. A hell of a lot. Yep. And, you know, and even what we're doing now, looking at each other's, you know, beautiful eyes, yeah. mate, um, you know, big Les, I had to, you know, prick my, uh, you know, neck to get up there. Yeah. But those little hand activities, okay, was just so important. Correct. You know, with that connection. Now, again, when we think, and I heard the you know teacher say today about today's generation, 
Okay, how important is it for, for us to have these types of activities for our students? Crucial, crucial. And, and I suppose, like you just mentioned, we didn't go straight into a touching activity because that's threatening. Yeah. And you would never do that. So you want an activity where, again, no winners lose, no touching and no isolating. Yeah. Which is, there, there are activities out there, but you need to find one that you're comfortable running. Yeah. And then once you get that trust, then you can do a little bit of touch. Yeah. And after that, we went into that gotcha game yeah. where we're all in a circle and we're nearly on top of each other. But you yeah. couldn't go straight into that gunny. No, no. Because not only do adults feel uncomfortable in a new situation, but like you just mentioned, kids don't know how to be in those confines. It'd be yeah. all right if they were standing on their iPhone in that situation texting each other. Yeah, they feel comfortable. Correct, because yeah. they've got their barrier. All yes. right? When there's no barrier, there's a game. You're being vulnerable. You're listening to instructions. You're touching. Yeah. It, it is threatening. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and, but again, as a teacher, um, you need to either, I don't know, watch either one of us teach or, I don't know, like there's a lot of great educators and coaches out there, but you need to see the magic of when it works, what it does create, because yeah. there's evidence out there, and I can back oh, it up, I know you do, that it's definitely a game changer. Mate, look, in, in the NBA, for example, yep. the, the teams that touch each other the most Okay, other winners. Yep. I, the famous, you know, 2004 Dream Team, the US, okay, Dream Team, they came fourth, didn't they? Yeah. Got a bronze medal. Because they're all individuals. Yeah, all individuals in 2008, okay, before they got together, okay, they came up with these player standards, and some of it was so simple, and again, it's about love, though. Yep. We look each other in the eye. Yeah, mate. Yeah, so. <laughs> But it's so, it's so true, but if you just tell someone to do it, though, Gunny, but they won't do it because they feel uncomfortable. But if you get an activity where they forget they're doing it, yes. so sneaky love, I call it sneaky oh, fitness, sneaky, fitness. sneaky movement, whatever you, whatever you want. Yeah. You, that's the beauty of games because yeah. when people are playing games, they're present, they're in the moment, they forget what they're doing, and yeah. you can really trick them into doing things that you want them to do. 100%. And, like, and, and you tested us on this each time too, didn't you? Like you'd say... Okay, who just saw me? Yep. <laughs> go and get it. Go and get another pie, mate. I and, did, and, and, and a glass of water. None of us did because yeah. we were so engaged in the game. Correct. Just simple things like counting. Yeah, counting up, mate. You're playing a silly game of two dice counting, <laughs> and you were that engaged, wanting to win. I literally <laughs> had some really nice croissants. I went home and grabbed another one. I was like, oh, I've had four coffees today. I could nearly have another one, but then I'm not going to talk. So these are my conundrums. I wasn't even worried about the four-minute game I'd set up. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But I could do that because I set it up at the start. Yeah. And I know the games work because I've tried and tested them. Yeah. And again, it's more routine. Yeah. But it's proven winners. I knew that everyone was engaged. So I can trust everyone and go do what else I need to do. Well, the other thing I really liked too, mate, was, okay, you know, with that vulnerability of us early, I mean, even even I felt it. Yep. Oh, I'm a bit out there, of course. But having said that, uh, you know, when you said, okay, you guys come up with your own move. Yeah. Uh, like, so, so, so we had a choice of doing it. Now, yep. me and my partner, Jeanette, we, we sort of touch each other's hips. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. So, Sh- bit of Shakira, mate. Yeah. Oh, hips don't like Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable enough anyway. Yeah. But, but, but the point is, again, what you do with this with this connection is supported again through things like you know self determination theory. Like we were we we were allowed the choice, the autonomy was still there, but you built the structure. Correct. So why is it then? Because we know all this stuff as school teachers. Why is it then? This is always an intriguing one for me. Uh, you know, and I've said it on your podcast before when people want to get better, 
uh, as, as coaches, I'll quite often say, okay, well, why don't you just go and watch a primary school PE teacher? Why is it, do you reckon, in some sports in Australia, you can't seem to crack a gig as a great coach if you weren't a top player? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, you see, I I see a lot of, of the the gun coaches, and I, and I just look at AFL, and I know I'm biased because I'm I love it. I'm born and bred playing it, but <laughs> a lot of the gun coaches now, after they finish being a gun player, will go back to uni, and they might already be a PE teacher, like Alistair Clarkson oh. Hawthorne. Like, nice. there's a reason. Nice. There's a reason why he's such a good coach. And it's not just because of his playing career. He was, he was an average player, you know? Yeah. But it's everything else. It's the relationships. It's the connection. It's everything you get as a teacher. Everything. And the skills we have as teachers. And I've been very fortunate that it's allowed me to create a number of businesses and, and be able to share that now in a way that I love doing it because of the skills I learned as a teacher. And that's I, – I agree that a lot of these big clubs – they want the credibility of a player that's played yeah. that level. Yeah. And for some reason, I think you do need that a little yeah. bit going because yeah. you need to know the pressures they're going through. You need oh, to know yeah. what it's like. But yeah. also, then you need to surround yourself with a mentor who might be a primary school teacher. You might need someone who's an aerobics instructor. You might need someone who's a mailman. Different ways to communicate with different people. All right? And that's how you build up the perfect structure, routine, whatever you are, yeah, right? But yeah. you need different people's views. If you've just always been in the NRL, the AFL, the A-League system, then your thoughts are, are very narrow in that way. Whereas if you go outside, I know both the Scott brothers at North Melbourne and yeah, Brisbane, yeah. they've gone off and done coaching degrees. They've gone off and done other things. Wow, yes, that's right. Because awesome. they want to improve their craft yes. and they want to know how other people are doing it in other sports. Yeah. And not only that, they, they want to make it the best experience possible. So for me personally, I think you do need to play at quite a high level yeah, you, yeah. you need that credibility and sure. straight away when you're dealing with athletes if if you haven't matched their sort of level it's going to be very hard to, yes, you're yes. going to be have to be the most amazing teacher coach person whatever yes, all right yes. but you also need to be able to see all right primary school teachers they've got 30 kids running around they'll all be engaged they'll be doing something good they'll be having fun how can you emulate that into what you're yeah. doing with your session because when we're having fun we know this you're learning when, yes. when, when adults are having fun and learning, the team's going to play well. The love's going to happen. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it's all going to get that buy-in. So that's where you start. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, um, I believe Chris Fagan up in Brisbane's doing a bit of that. Correct. He's got the right people around him. Yep. It's so important. And, and yet, still, some of the research will suggest that, um, well, it is 10 years old now, but there was a report um, on the Australian Football League where basically the assistant coaches were yearning, yearning to learn from the from the um, head coaches, yeah. but, but there just wasn't enough of a share going on. But I, I'd suggest now we're starting to see a bit of a cultural shift. Definitely, yeah. I mean, Alistair Clarkson, you know, does a few of those funny dress-up things, etc. Plays the guitar, he sings yeah. the songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, that's what I just mentioned before. It's that Brene Brown, mate. It's been vulnerable. It's showing a different side that okay. yeah, people don't see. Well, that's something now. This has been an amazing day because, mate, I was just involved in an amazing conversation you had. Jeez, oh, I didn't know you were going to bring this oh, up. Sorry, mate, but, oh. but you talked about vulnerability. Yeah, mate, mate yeah, yeah. And, uh, mate, it was absolutely gobsmacking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh. that phone call that you just received. Yeah. Don't mention any names, no, of no, course. No, yeah. But can you just tell us about the impact of, you know, a simple gesture from you? Yeah. What it's had the little flow-on effect yeah. on some other uh, men's lives. Yeah, I suppose um, growing up and everything, Gunny, I was 
I was an arrogant, I was an arrogant person. I was quite narcissist. I thought I was better than people because I was, you know, I was so popular. I was good at sport, yeah. um, and I just sort of. I don't know, I thought it was better than people, and this sort of continued going on, and I've become a narcissist, and anyway, about, oh, I don't know, it might have been five or six years ago now, I went through a divorce, and I've spoken about this quite a lot now, and it was something I was really uh, embarrassed about for a long period of time, you know, yeah. divorced at a young age, and um, anyway, I made on hit rock bottom, I had nowhere to live, um, fortunate enough that my cousin and his amazing partner took me in for nine months, and um, I really done a lot of work on myself, and yeah. figured out a lot of different things that, you know, I want to be a better person, I want to be a good person to be around, I want to make people happy, I want to impact their life. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've gone about changing that. And what I've done now is I've done a number of keynotes about that journey and um, the steps I took and, and where I'm at now. And um, through that is a program created called Huga Life, which is J-U-J-A-R.life. It's a website, yeah. it's a yeah. podcast. You know, and there's a 30-day course you can check out. But what it's all about is there's videos of me about my story and basically – I am extremely vulnerable. I explain all that in video. I say the person I was, hitting rock bottom, getting depression, all these different things. And, and I talk about the steps that I took to obviously getting over that. And the, yeah. the video is quite graphical. It's me. I'm, I'm open. I'm honest. Yes. And, um, yeah, I've had a lot of nice messages and things. But the phone call I just got in the car really... I didn't know what to say. And sometimes, yes. as I said to you, all we can say sometimes is thank you. But, um, yeah, the call was from uh, a mate that I grew up with and uh, just talking about he didn't realise the things I'd gone through and uh, the, the difference the person I was when he met me after I was at school. And he actually thought I was somebody different at high school because yeah. the person I was when he met me. And um, it all really clicked for him the other day when he, when he watched that video. Um, and I think that's a pair of social media and, putting yourself out there and um, he just wanted to say that he connected with friends that uh, he'd fallen out with and he'd apologised for being certain things and um, that he was extremely happy he felt he hadn't felt like this before and he got those people back in his life and um, yeah I didn't really know what to say mate I, it, it was really incredible. it really spun yeah it was very touching and, it was amazing and touching. I suppose when you put yourself out there and um, a lot of a lot of people you know I, I get a, a lot of people saying oh you're doing that again or you're spamming up my feed or you're doing this and, and you know what yeah I am but I'm also putting myself out there and, and that one call today Gunny oh, that will mean more to me than anything and as I said I get a lot of I get a lot of uh, messages emails whatever saying about these things but yeah to actually get a phone call from a guy that, you know, I wouldn't expect that from, um, you know, and, yeah, mate, and, 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I had to give you a couple of nudges oh. just to see if you were, you know, yeah. mate, come on, take it in, I, take it in. That's what, you don't, and as I said to him, I wish it, I had a recorded that because <laughs> I would have, I would have loved to experience it again, but I suppose oh, yeah. that's, that's the beauty of it, mate, that that's a memory that I will have. And not only that, that my mission now, and I, I want to try and make people happy and it depends how you go about doing that. If that's by running a fun session, is it by helping somebody out? Is it by posting something online that resonates with someone and makes them make a positive change in their life? And, yeah. and that's exactly what that did. Yes. I didn't expect it to be on that level, mate, but yeah, yeah I, it, it was pretty nice that you're in the car. Cause <laughs> I, I was about to pull over. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do, mate. Yeah, no. I was very... Oh, and I, it was yeah. incredible to, 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 to be near you. Yeah. You know, mate, just feeling it again. Oh, it's giving me... I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I do. I, I feel uncomfortable. But, mate, no, but look, there was real impact there mm. because he's gone... I mean, you can feel it in his voice. Yeah. And how he's gone and, you know, fronted up. He's manned up. Yeah. 
and actually, you know, tried to mend some bridges. It was unbelievable. Crazy, mate. And yeah. through one of the one of the things that I did, so I spoke about I spoke about this in my keynote, and it's also in um, uh, in the Sugar Life Challenge I created. But um, I wanted to I wanted to make people's days better. So every morning for a hundred days, I get up at four a.m. Yeah. Um, and I do my usual routine. So I meditate. I do a little bit of exercise. Drink a bit of water, but then for a hundred days straight, I created this thing called the Pal Message. So something I'm proud, I admire, and I love. So I'd pick yeah. somebody, and um, for that morning, I'd write, "Hey, da da, Gunny, um, don't feel like you have to reply to this, but I'm proud of you because." I'd write a paragraph, "I admire you because," and "I love you because," and I'd send that to them every morning. So the first thing they would do when they wake up that morning was get this message. Now. I had grown men and women crying. Um, I had people ringing me saying, mate, are you all right? What's wrong? Is something wrong? And that's what I'm like. That, that was at the start. I'm like, well, that's why we need to do it more. Because that's not what I want. But anyway, it made me my friendships and connections even better and then like it, it was an incredible thing to do and so just by making somebody else's day better like yes it was improving theirs but what it was doing for me it's like kindness I called a happiness boomerang and throw it out and the boomerang was coming back like a tree you know like it was insane like the feelings I was getting but this is I mean this is the beauty of what you do mate okay yeah. look there's enough I mean our, our friend Coach Reed, yep. okay, another hero of mine. Yep. We, we've had this discussion too. Uh, there's so many people telling at the moment, telling us to do this, telling us not to do that, telling us this. Mate, you're showing us. You're showing us what to do. Yeah. Like, oh, mate, I've had enough of the people telling on the podium. Yeah. You know, so, so, so what you're doing is, okay, one, you're making us aware of we, we, we need to change you're inspiring us through your actions yeah. but you also back it up well <laughs> the thing for me Danny was and where, where it resonated was I um, I'd always had a few issues with my dad growing up like we'd always yeah, sort of just didn't didn't understand each other in a certain way and um, he always uh, had a bit of a drinking problem he always would go and um do this thing called men's group, which I never understood. Right. And I thought he was like copying out that he could do what he wanted to our family, but then he'd go and help these other men. Anyway, he did yeah, it for right. did it for twenty four years. I think he's doing one more this year, and I can't wait. They've asked me to come present, and I wow. I can't wait for it. But anyway, mum and dad retired, very successful. They built an amazing career for my sisters and myself, which I'm really yeah. grateful for from nothing. Um, but anyway, mum and dad retired, and this men's group. Rang, they all waited out in front of Dad's shed. Yeah. There was 60-something of them, and they stood in this horseshoe, and they all went around the circle and told Dad why why they either were proud of him, admired him, or loved him. And I was like, wow, why, yeah. why do we wait for him to retire? That was so amazing. And I'm like, that's incredible. And they all hugged, and I'm like... Again, I love that. I love hugging people. And then, and then the next week, a guy I used to play footy with just died and played footy all of a sudden. Oh. And for the next two weeks, people posted on his Facebook message feed and something yeah. how much they loved him and all this stuff. I'm like, why do we wait for someone to retire when yeah. someone's not here to tell people why we are proud of them, why we admire them, why we love them? So I was just like, so true. you know, and, and I did it. And I had friends saying, oh, it doesn't mean much because you did it to this friend the other day. We're talking about it. It doesn't mean much. I'm like, oh. I go, well, the <laughs> simple fact that you're talking about it you know, it's obviously got something, it's confronting for you in a way because it's brought something up in you, you know, and, and that's yeah. fine. You can do it however you want. I'm 
personalizing every one of these is not one word the same and they're yep. different for everyone because I want to make their day and they're like they didn't really have anything to say and if you focus on the negatives all the time Gunny you wouldn't do anything in life <laughs> so I didn't focus on that but I'll tell you what 100 days um, it took me I think about 103 in the end uh, oh, and I did it and um Incredible. incredible yeah incredible but that's yeah I, I don't recommend people doing it for 100 <laughs> days I'm, I'm a bit extremist uh, but I just wanted to test it out and once I set my mind on something I sort of go at it so that's how the idea come about okay. and um, I just remember the to finish story of mum and dad retiring it yeah. went around the circle and I was I was number, I was at the end then everyone I rocked up and everyone was hugging me I'm like far out What's, I don't even know these guys and yes, it was yes. very confronting anyway it got to me at the end mate and I just broke down. I, I couldn't speak. I was just bawling. And it just sort of, like, I'm getting a bit, like, it just sort of it made sense what Dad was doing. He was changing all these lives with his story and helping him out. And it was, it really, it really made an impact on me. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. And, and again, you know, it probably just taps into a bit of the old-fashioned you know, communication that, that, that we seem to struggle with do. With, yeah. our, with our dads yeah. growing up, you know what I mean? Imagine. But look, mate, this, this as our first, and I, I did always promise to actually um, uh, myself anyway to keep these below 30 minutes. Okay, hopefully we, we've, we've um, snuck it in. Oh, I think that's going to be hard for you, mate. I don't... <laughs> I know we can keep talking forever. I don't, I don't know how you're going to be able to do that, mate. <laughs> but it is episode zero. Yep, it's episode zero. So look, we're about the tools. Yep. Okay, and I and you know my main passion is for the grassroots coaches. Correct. Yep. Okay, and I still believe that coaches save my life, and basically we've got to get back to improving coaches to improving uh, our our you know future youth because yep. there's a massive dropout as we know you and I. Uh, and a lot of that, again, is to do with the fact that teachers aren't, you know, they don't have time to coach anymore, for example. Right, so, okay, some of the stuff you were tapping onto there was one of the key things that I think coaches need to work on, and that's awareness about themselves. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so could you just give, you know, maybe three, three practical tips um, for the volunteer coach? Like, I've got... Uh, a whole uh, you know list of them. Yep. But what do you reckon from from your amazing experience yep. at you know engaging with people? Yep. But then, like you just did, then how do they become more aware of how and what they're actually doing? Yeah, and uh, that's a really good question. I don't think you can be a good coach or model or role model or anything like that with anybody until you're happy with yourself or you invest time in yourself. Yep. And I think too often. As you said, we tell people what to do. You need to show and lead by example. Um, and for me personally, that was I used to do a lot of journaling and I just started practicing a little bit of gratitude practice. And then I was like, I started answering these three questions every morning. And then as I went to bed every night, I'd have three more questions. And then I'm like, I want to turn this into an app. So yeah. I created a free app. It's called Jugar Life, J-U-J-R-L-I-F-E. Two words. It's free on iTunes, free on Google. Made it completely free for everyone. And basically... There's three questions in the morning. You do the first thing you wake up, and it sets your day up, right? You look at the positives. You think about what you're going to do. How can I help somebody else for the day? And then every evening, you reflect on three things you're grateful for, the biggest win of your day. So instead of, you know, we have big days or things haven't gone well, I'm guaranteed something good will happen today. Too often, we don't look at that. or we, we forget that because the negatives take over. So I'm a big believer, set every day up and reflect on every day. So goals... 
Every day should be reflected upon with goals. You have a mission. How did we go today? And then you go about the next one. I know in business, they do it quarterly. At school, we used to do it every year. Yeah. And to be honest, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's just someone ticking a box because that's what we're yes. going to do. And that's great. If you want to do that, that's fine. But if you really want to be a role model, a good coach and a leader that inspires others, you've got to do that yourself. You've got to put in the hard work. And it's like that Zig Ziglar comment, you know, like bathing yeah. doesn't last. All right, and neither does motivation. That's why we recommend it daily. Yeah. Imagine if you didn't have a shower every day. You bloody stink. You stink, honey. Yes. So it's the same as this: invest in yourself. You yeah. Self appreciation, yeah. gratitude, empathy. Yeah. You've got to do that every day. So if you're not already doing that, fine. And that, what I just said there works for me. That might not work for you. There are so many other practices, but invest time. The other one is, as I said, get up early. All right. Yeah. So uh, if you're always rushed in the day. Go to bed earlier, stop wasting time at night, get up half an hour earlier. That is your first 30 minutes. And what you need to do as well, on your phone, turn it on to pilot mode or sleep mode or whatever. So then you're not just checking your emails and your notifications. Yeah. That first 30 minutes every day is your time, right? And you need to invest it in yourself. You set your day up like I just said. Right? Yes, so yes. they're my, my two. Yeah. All right, and do you want one more? Yes, you, one got more a, you got a question? No, one more, thank you. Um, and, and the last one is, make sure you have fun every day. If you're not enjoying <laughs> what you do, then yes. get out of it. Don't tell me that the holidays are good or the pay is good. Get out of it. Because your negative attitude is infectious and it reflects on other people around you and you, all right? So at the end of the day, you get one opportunity at life. I don't know what half life, I don't really believe in that, Gunny. I believe now you've got one opportunity to make it great. So if you're not having fun or being great every day, find a way to, all right? And money shouldn't be the reason. Oh, the job's great, you know, the oh, the security, I'll get paid well. Bullshit, all right? That is not right, Gunny. If you're not having fun, it's going to reflect every area of your life. So they're my three things. Practice some form of daily routine. Get up 30 minutes early to invest in yourself because then you can invest in others. And the final one, make sure you love what you're doing and you're having fun, all right? If you can do those three things every day, you're coaching, you're leading, whatever you're doing, you're going to be a much better person to be around. Mate, that's brilliant. Oh, there's a book in that. (laughs) Mate, everything we talk about is a book, isn't it? You're happy to write it. I'm happy to, I'm happy to talk, I mean. I think that's the beauty of podcasting, Gunny, that uh, my, my typing skills with the two index ninjas. Oh, that's me too. Oh, mate, put a hole in the keyboard. Oh, well, listen, mate, just the last question will be just someone, someone try and think outside if you can. Um, I love one of your questions today, um, you know, where you basically just said, you know, uh, it, it was about one moment in your life that sort of you know set you on the right path, and I just thought about my mother. Yep. Okay, and you know this is more about you. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> so, no that's good. So, so, but what was what was a a time like a positive? This was a positive. Okay, so let's 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 finish with a positive. Uh, just just one moment where you think you know if if that didn't happen with that person, okay, I wouldn't be this amazing amazing human being and I know you are Dale uh, I've spoken about this a lot and I, I know these people get a little bit uh, they don't really like me doing it but um, well, you, mate, you don't have to mate no 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 no, no. like I, I just they're the sort of people that you know don't like you know but I'm very honest that um, as I said when I had nowhere to live um, and I was I had nothing, you know, and yeah, Steele yeah. and Alicia, they took me in and um, I was originally going to stay for two weeks and nine months nine later, months. I was still there and, you know, not once did they ever say, could you move out? And they, they never judged me. They never, 
did anything. And they just their love, friendship, and, you know, just being able to go somewhere and not think about things and yeah. take your mind off it. Mind off you know, and that's, and that's why it's so important to, you know, invest in friendships, not just when you need something. A friendship isn't yeah, just yeah. putting your hand out. It's about, you know, helping them whenever you can and trying to make their life better because you never know when things all... And I, Gunny, I say I was a narcissist and I was all this. I was, but I wasn't a really bad person. No. But that's the thing. I think too often as people go, yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm all right. I'm not too bad, you know. That's <laughs> that's rubbish. Yes. There's no such thing as not bad. You're either bad or yeah. you're good, all right, no, and the way no. you treat people. So um, for me, that was a turning point um, at allowed me to, you know, get on with my life and figure out that I wanted to be as kind and generous a day as being to me. And I try and I try and do that each day now. And it, it could be in a different way. It might, it might be helping somebody like we're doing today. We're, yeah, we're setting up a podcast. And the reason being is because I believe in you, mate. You're very good at what you do. It's not very technically sound. But you're very good at writing. So, you know what I mean? It's a backhanded compliment. So that's I want to help as many people as I can now because I know what it's like yeah. to be helped. So <laughs> thank you, mate. That was a back end of that. I know. Episode zero. Then. Episode zero. <laughs> and then one question though, seriously. Yeah. Now, now that you brought those those wonderful, amazing people up. Yeah. Has it been enough to ever make you support Collingwood? Uh, I do you know what I I sort of. <laughs> I'm back for Essendon. I'm back yeah. for Essendon. I probably go to more Collingwood games than any. And uh, I suppose when you, you know a few of them, and you got you got someone that you really like watching. Yeah. I still go for Essendon on Anzac Day and when we play them. But I tell you what, I, I don't. I do like watching. I went to the grand final last year, and I, when they lost by five points or whatever, I was, I was pretty shattered. So you could say for I don't know how many years Steele's got left in him, but um, until he's done, I'd probably say yeah, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Collingwood as well, mate. I'd never wear a jumper. I, must have, I wear a lot of their training gear to the gym and that's very comfortable. Very comfortable. But I will not be wearing a football jumper, no. <laughs> okay, mate. Well, listen, mate, it's been fantastic. Thanks so much. Gunny, my pleasure, mate. For having me. And, uh, just before you go, hopefully you get a little bit of an insight into everything I've been doing now, the vision we're going and stuff like that. And one thing I'm really excited about, and I haven't mentioned a great deal, and I, I try not to do too many product launches on the podcast, but we've been working on our daily mission card for Sugar Life for the last eight months, and they have finally arrived. Now, this is a pack of 54 plastic cards, and basically there are 40 missions each day, all right? There are 40 of them. You pick one in the morning, and that is a mission to either spread some form of kindness, practice gratitude, a little bit of empathy, a self-appreciation, and basically spreading happiness and joy around to people in your lives. And what we found by having one clear goal for the day, it is achievable, and it is something that you can do. And, and, and spreading that out, it's like kindness, a ripple effect. You throw a rock into the ocean, or a puddle, or anything like that, the ripple effects not only affect you, but they affect so many people around you. So if you would like to check these out, they are designed for schools, for at homes, for in workplaces, for sports clubs, you name it, these are there if you want to take that action and not only improve your happiness and joy, but those people around you. Go to Sugar Life, so Sugar.life, and then if you click on the tab, Daily Mission Cards, and we are just starting to ship these out. Um, we're really proud of them, really excited, and that is probably the biggest product launch that we've had in a long time to really, really focus on this well-being and improving mental health and everything around that. So check them out, guys. They are game-changing, really good way to gamify wellness. So thanks again for listening, guys.